everybody, and welcome back to the Academy Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition game based around the journey through the, through the Radiant Citadel. I am your Dungeon Master Riku. You can find me on social media as Pup Riku or Puppy Riku. You can also find me here in the Vibe Tribe, also Dungeon Mastering the Academy, as well as playing in various other games here. Make sure to check them out and follow us on social on all the social media. Tonight, our players continue their journey within within the Dinsing Market and the strange occurrences that have been happening. But before we get to that, let me reintroduce you to our players, and we are gonna start things off in reverse order on my screen. So Sutfin, you're up first. Make sure I found the button to actually unmute this time. Hey everybody, it's Sutfin, Cosmos Prefect on the TikToks, Parky.tv pretty much everywhere else, and yes, I do still have Parkinson's. So we're playing tonight the master of the ice tests, Steve the Mountain Dwarf Fighter. And that's uh, all I got right now. <laughs> awesome awesome next up we have dakota hey i am dakota or shira whichever i'm playing cl which is a slime fighter in this game slime from a plasmoid yeah you can also find me playing in tavern tales call of the deep the academy and duskvale here on vibe trap as well as on mondays over on gods of war Layer phase two at adh adventures awesome and next up we have mikey Hello, everyone. This is Mikey, the founder of Vibe Tribe Productions. You can follow me all over the internets at various iterations of Pop Culture Geek. And you can also follow all of us collectively across the socials at Vibe Tribe Productions, where you want to give us a good follow to stay up to date on all the actual play podcasts and pop culture podcasts we got going on. We got something for everyone. I run way too many games. <laughs> I'm involved in way too many podcasts, but it's all good. But I am happy to report that tonight I am on the player side and I am so excited to get back to my boy Ambrose, the Eladrin Tempest Claire, but he won't be there for too long. Stay tuned to figure out what's going to happen next. I'm excited. I can't wait. <laughs> awesome. All right. And next up we have Kilt. Greetings, one and all. I, of course, am the Kilt Man. One of the many executives here at the Vibe Tribe, and one of the very few who actually don't do anything at all. Let's see, I'm also in Walk Amongst Gods as the Portmaster, Michael Portsmith, the big pimp himself. And tonight I play my very absolute favorite character so far outside of Barry the Goblin and Gary the Goblin. I play the Dish Pit Acolyte Saute, everyone's favorite paladin that is devoted to food. So may the saints ever be in your flavor. Let's get it on. All right. And next up, we have Josh. Hey, everybody. I am Josh H. I will be playing Kathira, the Warforged Sorcerer of the Clockworks. You can find me at the Questing Cast, YouTube, Patreon. I think we have a Twitch, too. But maybe I'll get on Twitch and, and play some, like, medieval dynasty this week that's been my jam recently but not you can't find me there regularly awesome and finally we have casey 
Hello, everyone. I'm Casey. Yeah, I'm playing Dorset, which is a druid this time. In fact, I seem to be a druid almost everywhere I go, so I hopefully will try something soon again. But you can find me here. You can also find me on the other campaign, Tapping Tales, here in the same group. Thanks. Awesome. Now that we got our full group here, it's time to do a little recap for those of you listening along. Last time... We joined our players. They were all playing in the market games at the Dinsing Night Market. They went ahead and ate a bunch of hot peppers, fought off some crazy giant prawns, and went on a little hide-and-seek with some fluffy caterpillars. Our players have been able to actually win all three games, and are now well-known around the market. They've they've pretty much made a name for themselves. But between the games, there happened to be a little bit of oddness going on. We all know about the different issues between the Tianmo and Zonggun stalls. Looks like more stuff was occurring, from persimmons flying out of nowhere at one of them to another one going up in flames to one of their walks appearing at the other shop. Our players did some investigating, talked to a few people, and it looks like they might be on the trail of something. And so, at this point, the market games have died down and the hosts have returned to their stalls. But the night is still young to where you all can still talk to a few, talk to people that you've met ask some questions, and do a little more investigating to figure out what exactly is going on. So, what are you all up to? Not everybody at once. <laughs> you know what? I will break the silence. So, the market games have died down, right? It is what you said, Chris, correct? <laughs> yep. The three hosts, the Madam Viarun, Madam Culp, and Sid Squid all returned back to their stalls. So, if you wanted to talk to either of them... You could head back to you could head to their stalls. Some of the vendors might know something, but you've pretty much they're all talk talk about some of the, a lot of the same things. So are we gonna try and solve this mysterious vandalism case? Also, have you found the recipe you're looking for? My dear robotic friend, yes, I have found almost everything. There's a few things I need to grab before I'm done, but we shall be very soon. And my weekly, my bi-weekly reminder to turn down the <laughs> microphone coming from <laughs> Guild. Yep. Yep. You don't turn mine down. Yes, I did. I'm awake now, so that's good. <laughs> I think everyone's awake now at late at night. What you talking here. about? It's only six o'clock. <laughs> I wish. Anywho, so, sorry about that. Go ahead. <laughs> what do y'all want to do? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to talk to? Yes, I think we should solve this mystery. The question is, how do we go about doing so? I still have a couple questions for the missing brother. And especially if he has a pet, I want to see what kind of pet he has. <laughs> I think that's probably the best bet. I think I need maple syrup and <laughs> rice. We could stake out the restaurant, right? Like, they, they live there? They have to come home? Do they live there? Do we know that? They don't live you there. Don't, you don't exactly know. Who I mean, might? I can't believe us. 
I can't believe I'm suggesting this, but to cover more ground, do we split the party? <laughs> All right. I'm following Saute wherever he goes. <laughs> All right. So we have a helping Saute get what's left team, and then we have investigative mystery team. So we have Dorset and Saute on the food retrieval mission. Myself is on the mystery team. I'm assuming Kythera is on the mystery team as well. So that leaves you, CL, and you, Steve. Where would you like... So what would you like to do? <laughs> I think Steve's going to go... Steve wants to do some mystery solving. <laughs> cool. I feel like if we joined... If anyone joined them on this quest for food, we would interfere with the mojo going on over there. Also, I'll be honest, mysteries are just like... It sounds like a much more fun quest. <laughs> All right, so Ambrose just puts his hands up to you, motioning you to just hop in if you want. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll hop up. Beef walking, rolling, <laughs> sliding. Did we ever establish you could just hang out on my shoulder because of your size? <laughs> shoulder? Bro, you gotta carry me. I can't chill on your shoulder. You better have some broad shoulders. That's true. I have a book you can read while we're walking. <laughs> can we not fashion a little carrier or something? Oh my gosh. Are we no, bur- I'm not a poodle. Get out of here. <laughs> How long do you all think you're walking? Wait, I have an idea. <laughs> oh no. Are you about to bring back the papoose? Yes. <laughs> not the papoose. I will literally eat it. <laughs> Out of remembrance, I'm like, ooh, dearest little gelatin friend, a friend of mine, a little goblin gave me this. Here you go. Puts it on Mikey's character. You may go in here now. How does a slime in a How does a slime in a papoose work? I'm gonna eat it. And it's going to <laughs> oh good lord. I don't know, we make it we can make it we can put some sparkly Anti-acidic? You know what? That is a question for later. So Amber just puts the papoose like away somewhere. Is Gabriel Glacius later? No, carry me peasant. Okay, so how's that a character? I was gonna say you, CL. You started. You feel yourself become warmer. <laughs> All right. It looks like so. Ambrose, CL, Kythera, and Steve are gonna go mystery, mainly mystery solving, while Dorset and Saute are gonna go ingredient hunting some more. Is that? Am I getting that right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'll start off with Dorset and Saute. As you are, you said you are looking around for rice and maple syrup. That is and currently citrus. the... Sorry, and, go ahead. and citrus. I'm looking for citrus and for the bar. Citrus. All right. As you are walking around, you, you pass by Tiedmo's noodle shop again. And you actually do see a couple of the persimmons lying around from the recent attack, recent stuff that was been happening around. And right near her shop is where Sid Squid's the trusty leak is located. What while they mostly have vegetables and such like that, they do have some standard economies. They actually have a lot of rice there as well. So I think this will be a perfect spot for you to grab some rice. Fantastic. Awesome. So you stand up, you get up to the front. Sid, as you remember, is a this 
larger individual. Looks like he's seen some shit in his days. He is, he used to be part of a band of adventurers, decided to become a business owner. One of the newer families here, actually, to the Dinsing Night Market. And as you, the two of you walk up to them, to, to his, to his stall, he looks at you and sees you walking forward and it goes, ah, isn't our great champions of the market come to visit? How are you two doing tonight? What? My friend, I've come for your rice. Ah, yes, I have plenty of rice. How much were you looking for? What what variety? Crap. (laughs) I'm probably going to go with something like jazz. We're going to go with something relatively nonspecific, like jasmine or long grain. Jasmine is nice and floral. There you go. We can make some rice water with that as well for the bar. Ooh. My dearest friend, I need a lot of your jasmine rice, please. Oh, fantastic. We sell them in pound bags. How many pounds would you like? Only 11 pounds. 11 pounds. All right. Oh, Uh, no, that was a question, sir. You only sell 11 pound bags? Oh, no, we sell one pound bags. That's it? Just like one Chante is now very perplexed because he's so used to seeing 50 pound bags or bigger. Like, the fuck is a one? <laughs> you just see a stack of the bags behind him. Chante, uh, this is not wholesale, my friend. This is a shop. They're so tiny. They're like our little slime buddy. Hold on. Picks one up, starts playing with it. Hey, you're like a slime buddy. <laughs> oh, lordy. Okay, my good sir. I will take. 50 of these. 50. All right. 50 pounds is going to come out to. Let me just give me one moment. Come on. Load. Aha. That will cost you five silver. I don't remember if I have it, but I'm going to give you five silver. (laughs) You have it. Okay, good. (laughs) I forgot to add in my gold. Thank you, my friend. Is there anything else? Well, I can assist you with? I'm definitely looking for some maple syrup. Ooh, let me see. Who would have maple syrup? The duty-free shop. Yeah, no. I don't feel like going to the airport. Vada's Otherworldly Goods has some fantastic pastries and desserts and such. They probably have some syrups of some kind as well. Very well, then. We will proceed there. Oh, my dearest friend, I... Didn't you need something? Citrus, please. I'm looking for persimmons. If you have some quality lemons or limes of a good nature, I would be willing to pay a decent price for those. Oh, certainly. I have lemons, limes, and such. They would be... Let me see here. Can I have a uh, mixed 10-pound bag, if you would be so kind? A mixed 10-pound bag would be... That would be one gold. Uh, Am I doing that math right? Hold on a second. Let me make sure I'm doing that math right. Yes, it's one gold. Okay. 
Can you throw in another one pound bag of rice with that for that one gold? Can I have my own one pound? Sure. That'll just be one one more copper. Oh, never mind. I thought you were going to give it to me. I'll just pay the one gold and get the mixed bag of citrus. Ah, here you go. And he just tosses you the the one pound bag of rice. Whatever. Copper's copper. Love you. But if you are looking for persimmons, I don't think there are any shops that specifically sell them. But I did see that Kasim character stash something orange under... Under the Zungoon's family stall, like right before that sabotage that happened earlier. There were persimmons flying through the air earlier, were there not? Is that what was? There was, but prior to that happening, it looked like he was stashing almost like a box of them under their stall. Thank you. I'll I'll wheel and deal those out of him somehow. Best of luck. All right. Anything else? And as the two of you move on to the next stall, we'll hop back over to the rest of the party. Ambrose, Seal, Ciel, Kythera, and Steve, where did you all go to? I don't where, know. Where exactly <laughs> are you taking me? So, if there are no qualms, I would like to go back to the Spicy Bros shop. <laughs> sure. Okay. So you get back to the Spicy Bros shop, V there, tending to the stall. And as you approach, you do see Kasim walking out what looks like a storage tent behind the stall, walking out of it with a couple large boxes as if he's transporting something. Sorry, I'm writing this down. <laughs> v regards you and says, oh, welcome back, our great friends. How are you all doing tonight, Art? Have you have your mouths and stomachs settled down from the activities earlier? Yeah, I'm not in any pain, so that's always a good sign, I think. <laughs> ah, that's good. That's good. What brings you back to my stall? You seem to be very interested in my stall. This is maybe the third time you've visited in the past. Actually, tonight. <laughs> really, what the frame time was, but whatever. As. Ambrose is still holding CL <laughs> in his, yeah, his hand. Or, sorry, Dakota, he, him pronouns for CL. I'm a slime. I don't really have a gym. <laughs> okay. So you see, as Ambrose holds CL. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I just said that. That was the best look I ever saw. Please send me that clip later. Please, after this, send me that clip. <laughs> I can't breathe. That is getting gift. That's getting pushed all over to the server. Oh my god, that was fantastic. <laughs> gonna be famous. I can't breathe. Oh my god. <laughs> I couldn't hold it. I was like, oh my god. Uh, that was pretty good. I'll have to admit, because it was very fitting. Was right there, like, what's up? <laughs> what's up, bitches? Oh, anyway, continue. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. All right. Woo. I'm sorry. Anywho. So, yeah. Ambrose is holding CL in his hand. So, we stopped by just because my little slime friend here uh, had some questions for you and just puts out CL towards him. Sure. How are you? What would you like to ask, my little slimy friend? 
That's a great question as I slowly turn to look back at the person holding me. And then slowly turn back around. <laughs> I was just curious, where do the residents of like these restaurants and the people that work here, where are the residential areas? Like, where do you live? Oh, yeah. Seem and I, we, that's actually our current home. And he points back to the storage tent. Like, we've set up a couple cots in there. That's where we usually hang out. Most of the families here live here at the market as well. Is that true for the two feuding <laughs> restaurants? Yes, that is true for them as well. Some Which of brother the, is this again? This is V. And have you seen your brother recently? Oh yeah, he's just he was just moving some boxes out of storage, doing a little cleanup back there while it's slow. It'd be all right if we talk to him. He's been ignoring me all day. Still all frustrated, right. I think. About you moving and everything. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty angry about it. He told me I'm making a mistake for leaving the family business. The last supply run, and I could tell he's angry. The last supply run he went on, I knew he was taking a couple days away to try to cool off, took an extra date, took a little bit longer than usual, and boy's a spender. Came home with a few extra boxes than we were originally planning on. How how important is this is this family business to him? Is it Oh, it's everything. This has been his and I's livelihood for Oh, generations. How have you been doing lately, if that's not too personal? Oh, we've been fine. We're... This is great. Nothing's really changed. I just want to be with my wife. Or I should say my soon-to-be wife. What were in the boxes that your brother picked up? They were just normal pepper boxes. He seemed to be very personal about him, but and I trust him, so I didn't give I gave him some space. Boxes didn't really seem anything unusual than our normal pepper boxes that we get. Is this the place where we got the coupon? Yes. By the way, is there any way to exchange this for actual money? Unfortunately not. Sorry. It sounds like maybe your business is not going to be around for very long, and uh, this is... Do you have any long shelf life products? Like a hot sauce or something? Yeah, we have plenty of pepper sauces and such like that that we could sell, that we could exchange that for. It was 50 gold, right? Yeah. Do you have a really top shelf one? Oh, oh, yes. I think I'm... Do you have taste buds? Oh, but I plan on bartering it later. Yeah, I was like, yes, they're just back in, they're back in the tent, so I can actually go Oh, and I'll go there. and get them, it's fine. I don't know. Nope, no, and he, well, like, like, stands in front of the you. Selection. No one passed the front of the booth. All right, if you say so. I'll see. <laughs> I'll go get you your hot sauces. Just wait here. And he turns and goes back to the tent. You could just it's, throw me over the counter. You could just throw me over. No, so this is what I was going to say. <laughs> doesn't want us back there for one reason or another. He doesn't want us talking to his brother. So crazy idea, right? 
kill him. Oh, that would be a crazy idea. Kythera, we talked about this. Killing is option Z. We don't have to. We don't have to kill him. I could just eat him and hold him for a while. No, because then I feel like that would not be good. But I do have an idea. CL, as Ambrose is looking at you in his palm of his hand, you're small enough. What if I put you down? We keep him busy and you go into the tent and see what you can find. Yeah, it sounds like a great idea. <laughs> that sounds like a fun time. It, here, let me make it better for you. And just puts Ambrose puts his hand on top of your head. <laughs> and I don't know. I believe in you, and I'm going to cast Guidance on you. <laughs> okay, thanks. And then put you on the floor. <laughs> Gently. So you're going to so sneak into the tent? Yeah, I'm going to send you a picture real quick, Chris. <laughs> okay, I'm worried. And then after you send me that picture, I am going to need you to make a stealth check for me. Okay, cool. Yeah. Don't you're forget. have to make a stealth check. Don't forget your guidance. You have guidance. Uh-huh. The one time I wish... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, no. I, I know I'm new to this group, but is he sending an unsolicited nude to you right now? What is happening? What's with that? I wish! Oh, hold up. Pause. Pause. Oh, and by the way, Dakota, you don't need to send me screenshots of your character sheet. I have it right here. I know. I, I, I know. Just like, so the, the first roll was a 19. Oh, you the have... The second roll was a nat 1. Oh, damn it. <laughs> For a total of seven. But it's a nat one. But it's a nat one, and you have disadvantage. I did not know that. Oops. <laughs> yeah, and I wasn't going to tell you. So <laughs> as you, you start slinking towards the tent, and next thing you know, you just feel a bit of pressure pressing into, like, your middle region of your body as... As V hasn't noticed you, but is you're definitely riding on uh, the front of his foot now as he's walking back towards the party with this large case of hot sauce. Oh, no. On his foot? Yes. <laughs> All right, good. And he stops, and when he goes and puts it down, he sees you down there on his foot. Like, what are you doing there? Cleaning. It is his job, after all. <laughs> oh, buddy, you're gonna be down there for a while. With how sandy this place is, don't know if your work will ever be done. I have to try. <laughs> Run around and try to eat the sand. Back this up. So you're eating sand, okay. Yeah. So yeah, he brings out this large case of very top-shelf hot sauces, and does a for that 50 gold uh, coupon, I could give you a case of 100. Oh, wonderful. What I always <laughs> wanted. Wonderful. Do you mind if we keep it on layaway until we're ready to go home? Oh, yes, of course. Maybe I should have thought about asking you about that before I brought these out here. Oh, I can help you carry them <gasps> nope, back into the tent. Nope, nope, you're... Customers must stay outside, outside here in front of the stall. I will oh, go put these back. We're practically friends now. And we're... Even the greatest heroes that have come through here still need to abide by the rules. Did you know I have three renown? Yes, I saw you do that. But you still need to follow the rules. <sighs> okay. Right. Some clinic. Do you ever give tours? I, I am curious about the inner workings here. 
You're seeing everything we have here. The tent is too caught in storage. I don't really think that'd be interesting at all. Uh, no, the storage systems are very interesting. The categorization. <laughs> categorization. Oh, man. Steve agrees with Seal about it, because he's he's very much into organization as well, so I would more than happily pay for a, a tour of the, the, uh, the storeroom. We don't give tours. Sorry. I'm, I will go ahead and put these, this, I guess, put this case back, and it'll be here ready for when you already leave. And he goes, picks up the case again. <clears throat> And starts walking it back to the tent. So as he's walking away, right? I turn Round. to the re- yeah, I turn to the rest of the group. Okay, so two options here: we try sneaking in once again, or we plead. And I beg, and we beg. Which option do we want to go for? Hear me out. Hear me out. Say he's dirty and he needs to be clean, and I just eat. <laughs> and we. I'm not against that. I like that idea. <laughs> and y'all go back there. While he's stuck. And here's the this problem. This on the fact that I have to eat a man. Here's the problem, though. So it was already tough enough to get people to open up while we're here because we're considered outsiders, right? So, I mean, granted, we have won some good faith by completing these challenges. However, I feel like eating a man might not help our cause. I'm not going to hurt him. We're just going to have the slime bath. Again, I don't know how that's going to help us in the long run. <laughs> All right, DM. I have the investigator background, which does give me a particular skill. Official inquiry. You're experienced at gaining access to people and places to get information you need. Through a combination of fast-talking determination and official-looking documentation, you can gain access to a place or an individual related to a crime you're investigating. Those who aren't involved in your investigation avoid impeding you or pass along your requests. Additionally, local law enforcement has firm opinions about you. Viewing <laughs> you is either a nuisance or one of their own. I don't know if that, that will help me in my next attempt or not. But. Do you have documentation on you? And what kind of documentation? I think an official license. You're a sanitation <laughs> engineer, right? Yeah. Health department. <laughs> you guys. He hasn't come out of the tent yet. So that will, if you want to try to do something while he is currently distracted, you you can attempt that. Barring that, he'll be coming out and you can try whatever you want next. All right. Our, what's the plan then? That was kind of Scottish. It's close enough. What would we like to do? I think Mikey has something in rolling around. Yeah, I think so, too. Just a hypothetically speaking, right? Between us and the inside of the tent, about how many, how much feet in terms of distance would that be? It is right next to their stall, so I would say um, about 10 feet. 10 feet? Okay. So hear me out. Would it be a possibility... Because I can see at least the entrance of the tent of where V went into. Would it be a possible, would it be possible from where I am to try to get into deeper in the tent 
to say, I don't know, because I am an Eladrin. and I do have a racial ability called Face Step, <laughs> which would allow... Wait. So, uh, can you see it? Yeah, you could see. You could definitely see the entrance to the tent and from where he is. I am going to say yes. However, the moment you appear inside the tent, I am going to have you roll stealth because V is in the tent, and you're not gonna want to be caught. Sound good? I have a question. Yes. This is the only entrance slash exit. Yes. This tent that just killed the entire idea I had. Sorry. Um, that's okay. Well, it's either that or we can go around and cut a slit in the back and peek in kind of thing. Like, <laughs> You're, y'all are talking about murder. Y'all are talking about property damage. I, Wait, no. You just Trespassing. Lift <laughs> okay, trespassing is fine. Whatever. You just lift enough of the back of the tent and just bowl to slime under. To be clear, there was no murder. I was just going to eat him. And then he was going to sit inside my stomach. You know what? Kythera earlier suggested killing him. It's a deep clean. Yeah, it's a deep clean. You never had a slime bath? It's like a Veldora from the time I reincarnated as a slime. <laughs> just there for two or three years. And then boom. All right, you know what? I hardly ever get to try out crazy ass ideas, so let's try this crazy ass idea. So let's go with it. Don't look at me like that, Dakota. So, so you're going to... So what exa- exactly are you doing? My, my, my plan is to use Face Step, which will allow me to teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space I can see. So the plan is to Face Step myself in and then try to roll stealth to see if I'm able to hide even though V is inside the tent. Because obviously... We're not getting too far with what we've been trying so far. So let's just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. I think I'd like, as soon as you do your little face step thing, I'll shout for V's attention. Ooh. I can't assist you in sneaking around. We can keep him occupied out here for a while. All right. Worst case, if he run, if he heads back, I'll eat him. (laughs) Too bad I'm nowhere nearby. So loud and boisterous. So you're uh, so you're gonna so Kythera, you're gonna try to distract while who is gonna sneak around it? Me. <laughs> okay. So Ambrose, I'm gonna need you to make a stealth check with advantage since you are being helped. Okay. So I have a question. Does it become a straight roll because technically I have disadvantage because of my heavy armor? <laughs> yes. Okay. It is. It becomes a straight roll. Honestly, heavy armors. I will take it. All right. So stealth. I'm wearing chains, so I also... Does anybody have decks? I would like to thank the almighty Ducky Dice, because that is a natural 20 for a plus 2, which is going to be 22. <laughs> thank All you, right. Ducky Dice. Alright, Kythera, what do you say to distract him and get him out of the tent? Uh, Shopkeep, V, uh, could you come out here for a second? You see V... You hear V from the inside go, up oh, just a moment! And uh, soon after around. that... Rather urgent piece of business. I need to talk with you right now. And you hear a crash of boxes. God dang it. And he goes ahead and walks out. And he goes, dusts himself off and goes, yeah, what do you need? So yeah, you have his intention right now. And uh, Ambrose, you're sneaking in. Yep. So I feel, yeah, so just face step in. Just want that work better than last time. All right. Don't got a lot of time. Let's make this count. 
Um, so as you're walking around in air, like they said, a lot of boxes for storage, papers, business records, pretty much. You see the two cots for both the brothers. You see a bunch of crates with peppers and other accoutrement. But one of the large crates that is marked peppers across it actually holds three straw-lined bird cages. You also find... But otherwise, this is just another storage tent. I'm sorry, you cut out on my end, so I find the cages and what else? <laughs> a box of persimmons. Now, this doesn't 100% confirm anything, but we're getting closer and closer. Cage, And you said there's three? Three uh, cages? Three cages, sorry. Three cages, yes. Oh, I wonder if there's multiple pets that Kasim has. Do I ask a silly question? <laughs> Go for it. So, in these cages, again... Does it look like there to be anything, I don't know, a feather, a scratch marks, something that might indicate what type of creature may have been in these cages? Or is they just plain cages? They have straw, like straw at the bottom of it. It definitely looks like there's some kind of animals in there. Hmm. Usually you're in there. Go ahead and roll. Oh, any pieces of persimmon inside the cages as well uh -huh. i'd say go ahead and roll me a nature check to see what else you see please don't screw me over ducky dice i love you okay that's not terrible that is going to be a 13 <laughs> yeah you see a couple like very small tufts of fur not a lot just like little stray hairs here and there bluish in color bluish fur in color okay you do see, do you see, like normal paw or footprint marks of whatever this, whatever was in here, within the straw, as well as on various points on the cage, including the top of it. Interesting. I don't know if this is possible, but Ambrose would like to take a little bit of that fur to save it for later. <laughs> Go for it. Cool. So I take a pe I take a little bit of the fur, put it somewhere safe, and then Ambrose is just gonna be. I think it's time to try to sneak my way out and nonchalantly rejoin my group. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna say since you got a natural twenty on the first cell check, you're gonna be able to get out completely undetected. Hell yes, thank you. Especially with Kythera's help with that. Mm. All right, uh, we'll get back to y'all. Oh, wait, nope, we're going to stay with y'all. Wait, nope, we'll get back to y'all. I thought Kilt left for a bit, so I was going to stay with y'all. But we'll go back, we'll come back to y'all, and we'll head over to Kilt and Dorset's continued adventuring for ingredients. You make your way around to Vada's Otherworldly Goods, which just so happens to be right next to Madame Culp's silk stand. You look around, uh, Va has, sorry, Vada has a whole bunch of pastries, desserts. You see almost on a pedestal is there a signature family recipe, which is a vanilla bun. And you see all sorts of like sugars and syrups and whatnot strewn about as well. This is truly a sweet find. Do you have anything that's not vanilla? Oh, we have stuff from all over, from vanilla to to cocoa to strawberry, citrus, all sorts of different flavors. 
Uh, what strikes your fancy? I'm interested in something citrusy. Ooh, aha. And she looks around and finds a small orange cupcake. It is very, you can actually, it's the orange frosting. It has an orange slice on the top of it. The otherwise, it's pretty much full on beautiful looking cupcake. We have a whole bunch of these cupcakes available. I hope this strikes your fancy. I'll consider it. Thank you. Anything else you all might be looking for? Yes, my dear shopkeep. I require maple syrup. Oh, for right, right away. As she goes back and grabs the different couple of different recipes. The only real difference is the type of sugars that are used in them, but they're all pretty similarly priced and similarly looking maple syrup. As she's going back out there, you hear a little something from Madame Culp's stand as Madame Culp walks out of there. It's like, oh, it is late at night. I thought that all the fit Reveille was all done. Oh, it's you two. Oh, what wonderful to see you up doing some sweet tooth shopping, I see. Yes, dearest sweet little lady. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you decided to visit her stand. Some of the best stuff. Oh, my little caterpillars love the sweets that she has as well. Actually, it makes some grow some pretty fine silk, might I add. What are your, what are your caterpillars eating to make this fine silk? Oh, all sorts of stuff. Usually plenty of grains and stuff. Sometimes we give them some of the fruits or sweets. Usually, they really like many of the stuff around here at the market. Most everything. They seem to get nervous every time we walk by Tianmo or Zonggun stalls. I don't know why. One second, sorry. Sorry, I was just... Someone walked in when I had a conversation. No, no <laughs> I problem. I'm just most of that after the conversation about what type of sugars are fed to the caterpillars. She was saying, okay, she essentially said, first off, now I have ideas for later to mad live over that at some point. Some of the stuff that she's, she mentioned is that she really likes a lot of the food around the market from the various different stands. However, the caterpillars don't seem to be too fond and get a little nervous around Tianmo and Zungun's stalls. She really These are the stalls where all the fighting is going on. Oh, Yes, but it is strange, though. Lamai and Kusa would never intentionally harm one another. They're just mainly due to the damage their family's feud caused their parents. They would never do anything to each other. This market seems rife with strife. Oh, I don't know words. We love your silks, though. Tell us more. Your silks oh. are so beautiful. Oh, yes. We have plenty of silks of all. And she brushes against the row of silks, and you just see the shine of different colors and fabrics, all with different sort of patterns. Some large, some soft, some are made to be garments. Others are just rolls of silk you can buy to do as you wish. 
and she just really loves showing it off. The little caterpillars that's always on her body as she's like showing off the silks. She's kind of, they're all getting all giddy, almost like, ooh, I made that, I made that. <laughs> Mikey, do we want to stop right qu- real quick while we lost to Craig? Keep going, I'll bring it back in, because we still got the other one going. Yep. That's why we have two. All right. So yeah, that's what she shows off. Pretty. Gorgeous. If you, any of you feel like uh, you would to purchase we have plenty for sale in for our champions of the game so maybe give you a discount up to you let's talk discount do you take 50 gold piece coupons for the pepper stand for trade for anything these silks are so beautiful but yes our money is mostly going for the foods we need for our restaurant and tavern yes i'd love to take home a piece your beloved silk. Uh, that's wonderful. I can... You know what? I do love the peppers there. I'll give you two pieces of silk garments for that coupon. Go ahead and pick colors. I'll take that lovely beige one. Oh, Yes. And I'll take that paisley one over there, the one with all the lovely blue and green watercolors. Oh, very good choice. And she picks them both down and hands them to you. And I hope you enjoy with whatever you decide to use this for. Can I wear them out? Oh, wonderful. Yes. Excellent. Oh, you look just beautiful. Handsome, I'm sure, but beautiful sign as well. (laughs) All right. And then after all that, you do all eventually get your syrup as well. They're pretty much come out to a silver per bottle. Cool. And you got yourself some syrup. Uh, Was there anything else you all needed to get? I think that's everything I needed for the restaurant recipe. I may pick up some extra ingredients along the way, but it doesn't need to be role-played. It's just, like, literally grab and go. And this is not where the persimmons were, though, right? No. The persimmons were stashed under Zungun's stall, supposedly by Kasim. All good, then. Okay. So, I'm gonna say, y'all make your way and uh, hand out and pick up the rest of your ingredients and you arrive over to Kasim's, the Pepper Brothers stall, pretty much right around the time that Ambrose makes makes their way also back from their little investigation. Kythera, what are you talking to V about to distract him while Ambrose was sneaking in? I was hoping you would skip over that, but I do have a plan. I'm just curious. So I think... As he was walking back, I cast, very surreptitiously, Minor Illusion. Okay. And I create a set of documents. And as V walks out, I, I was hope I see that, which went right into Scottish. I don't know. <laughs> see, today I'm the one with the accent trouble. I was hoping that it wouldn't come to this, but and I flash him a badge, and it says... Health inspector on it. And this is 
health inspector. We've had some reports and complaints and about the sanitary conditions in your stall. And unfortunately, I have to take a look inside. Oh. The slime is cleaning up dust. Look around here. We can just see from the public-facing part of your business that there's dirt and sand everywhere. And these the bottles of this hot sauce, I'd lift up a bottle, they're improperly labeled. They don't show the ingredients list, expiration date, or anything of importance that would be required by regulations. I think I'm going to need to look inside your tent. This is all very odd. We've never had someone like this come by or any sort of regulations like that. As List, Listed in your business license application, <laughs> there was an agreement that any visit by a health inspector would be allowed. If you don't give me access, we could shut down your business today. He pauses there for a moment. Roll deception for me. Damn it. <laughs> okay. You took it one step a little too far there. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is so much fun. I can't wait to hear. It's only a six. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's like, I don't need a license to to shop. To do, Let me see that. And he goes to Are grab you saying you're operating without a license? Let me see your paperwork. I hand him the paperwork. <laughs> I feel uh, like as... hand goes through it. Oh, no. Wait, wait. Can this point, I walk in? This is... I will say this, it right before he grabs the paper is when the two of you arrive back there. Could this <laughs> all... Could, oh, jeez. Could this also be the moment where Ambrose is, like, trying to sneak out as well? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I have returned. I forgot something I must ask of you. Boy, big boisterous and just being an at himself. Hopefully this helps. <laughs> uh-huh. I do need another thing for one of my recipes. We're a little low on the Holy Communion peppers that we need. Blood, and I'm just going into detail <laughs> with it. And just and trying to keep his attention hopefully fully distracting him from the fake paperwork and Ambrose being able to walk out without realizing I'm doing it. So, yeah, so you're doing a really good job explaining that. Kasim is walking back on his way back to the tent and stops and walks forward as well, just intrigued about what the hell you're talking about. And by the time you finish this grandiose over-explanation of this one specific pepper. They're just looking at you, blinking their eyes, and just saying, you lot are probably the weirdest heroes we've ever come through here. It's given such life to this place. Kasim, do you mind if you watch the, st the stand for a bit? I'm gonna head back into the tent and see if I can Find this pepper you are you've so accurately described to me, if you'd excuse me. And V goes ahead and walks over to the tent, and now Kasim is standing there in front of you all. Cool. So at this point, Ambrose is just oh, I'm back from my restroom break. Anyways, <laughs> oh, yeah, our peppers would do that to you. Yeah, I thought it. 
I thought it, I was okay, but then my gut was telling me otherwise. And you decided to sample some of them. I'm glad. I just hope you chose wisely. Yeah. As I look at the rest of the group, are y'all waiting on something? <laughs> Why, yes, Why, yes, I am. am. Sate has pierced through the veil. <laughs> the entire you. market just goes silent <laughs> from that Alfred. No, I'm kidding. Who casted Thaumaturgy again? <laughs> that ain't the first time. Won't be the last time. I, I just look at Mikey's character. Ambrose. Ambrose. <laughs> Not verbally. I just like, What did you find? <laughs> be like, you know what? I haven't taken the view. So like I walk over to Gythera and turn him around away for consuming. Be like, this horizon line is really great. Like I'm pointing it out. And as I'm pretending to show him the things... So here's what I found, right? <laughs> I found some cages with some blue fur, and I also found some persimmons in there as well. And I may or may not, and I may have pocketed some for later. <laughs> persimmons or fur? Both. <laughs> Can I see the fur? Yes. So takes out the little bit of fur to and shows it to Kythera. Which one of our party is the the druid? That would be Dorset. I, I turn around. Dorset, have you seen this great skyline here? A wonderful view. I turn him around. I love a skyline. Yes. Yeah, especially when you look, look at this. Can you identify this fur? Can I? You're a druid. <laughs> you went into Scottish again. <laughs> Quiet. Go ahead and roll an animal handling check. I have a plan, I promise. <laughs> 12. 12. You could tell this is some sort of strange flying magical creature. The magical properties of the fur seem to be have properties of being able to turn invisible. But you can tell it's a smaller creature. But you don't exactly know what kind of what creature it is. I don't quite know what the creature is, but I know it flies. And it the shimmer on it makes me think it might go invisible from time to time, which I th think is something you were looking for. Did you say invisible or invincible? Oh, I surely said invisible. Okay. It's obviously not invincible, as you see here. It could be a problem if it was invincible. I turn around. Kasim? Uh, yes? You seem distracted, Kasim. Oh, just looking out for customers, seeing what's been going on. And I, I flash him my badge again. Health inspector. My bad. Speaking to your brother just a second ago about some complaints we've had. Uh, and then I show him the fur. Do you know what this is? Oh, not, nothing at, at all. I have no idea where that is even from. It's from your premise. And uh, we have reason to believe you're harboring some sort of regulated animal on your food business premises. So that would be, strictly speaking, not allowed. First off, we've never had anyone tell us what we can and can't have at our tent. Second off, who Are you criticizing you local government? Because Maybe fair, but here, we're here now, and so it's time for you to... I'm, I'm just curious to where you've heard this all from. It doesn't matter. The identity of the complainant is kept 
anonymous for their own their own per safety. Well, if you're familiar with this place, as you say, then you know everyone here talks a, a whole lot of gossip and such like that. So there is, you can't take anyone's what anyone says about anyone else too seriously. Oh, in that case, you don't have any problem with showing us around your storeroom. Because I don't know who the heck you are. I have a badge. I haven't seen anything like that in my years, even my parents' years, since being here. I'll have to write this up. Fine! Ambrose goes over to Kythera and whispers in their ear, I might have an idea. He's stonewalling me. I know. So I have a stupid idea. I pick up CL so he can join this conversation. No, no, don't do that. Okay. still cleaning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is the storeroom we're trying to get to in the back of this area? Like, behind and to the left. Okay, so while I'm cleaning, I'm gonna... Because this is the guy that was not here, right? Mm -hmm. He was away. He has no idea who the fuck I am, right? Cool. Would you mind opening the door to the storeroom so I can get in there to clean? I'm the new cleaner. Hi. And where are your paperwork? What paperwork? We don't have paperwork here. He clearly does. Where's yours? Who's oh, so this now guy? you believe in the paperwork. I'm not with this guy. He shoots a look at you like, like, really now? It's one of those anti-government types. Okay, yep, no, you continue talking to him. He's just standing there. He's completely yeah. keeping y'all from going anywhere. I don't know this guy. I just want to clean. No. Oh. We'll handle it ourselves. Oh. How do I? I can't be expressive as a slime. I'm just grumbling. <laughs> You're just bubbling. Yeah, fucking rumbling. Kasim, word on the street is your brother is about to leave your business. You don't look too pleased about that. He kind of. You could see a little bit of agitation from him, but he grows silent. What are you planning on doing once he leaves? You're shutting the business down. Oh, I, he's not shutting the business down. Are you trying to, to asking you as a player, are you trying to persuade him to talk or such? Yeah, I'm poking him. Okay. <laughs> Where what was what we were trying wasn't working, so I'm trying something different. Okay. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. That is a 21. All right. Yeah. Well, look. Yes, he's leaving. And I just feel just betrayed that he's leaving the family business, something that we've built up our entire life, and he's just going to leave it for some chick. Clearly, he's distracted. Obviously, if you're getting complaints for the first time in the history of your business to the health department... Things are slipping. I'm getting a parrot, okay? I'm looking to buy some parrots, so I, that's why I have... I, you found that fur and whatever. That's not parrot fur. What do you know? <laughs> does he actually do that? Yes, he does. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. We stand pettiness in this household. <laughs> Don't they have feathers? It must be a remarkable parrot. Yeah! They're exotic. And I think I know how to find said parrot. <laughs> Where are you getting this parrot from? <laughs> no parrot. What do you mean? And what made you decide to get a parrot? <laughs> Just for company? Yeah. 
I'm not gonna have these dumbass around here. I need someone to talk to. Where is this parrot coming from? <laughs> My next supply run, I was looking to bring those cages with me and 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 go buy it on one of the nearby towns. Why is there fur around here? Parrot isn't here yet. I don't know. Maybe Furry. a lot of people that used them. Who'd you get the cages from? I got them from one of the other markets. Couple, quite a few miles away when I went on the last supply run. How often do you make these supply runs? Well, I'm the one that makes them. Probably on a weekly basis. I don't mean to pry or anything, but did you make sure that these cages, when you got them, were properly empty? You didn't bring anything back with you on accident, did you? Or maybe he let them out on purpose. He lies. Roll an insight check. Ooh, yes, let's go! <laughs> Is that open to others as well? I'm opening to Dorset only because he actually is calling out the lie. Yes! Natural 20 plus 4, 24. You know for a fact, there ain't no parrot. There ain't no parrot. No shit. There ain't no parrot. You caught him red fucking handed. You can tell from the way he's talking is that he's you could tell that his from the way he's talking about still keeping the stand v betraying him and such like that that he is he's really trying to look out for his own future no matter what it takes regardless of precedent regardless of who it hurts yeah ambrose turns to dorset so is he on the up and up or is he still hiding stuff from us no he's hiding everything from us you ready to nail the coffin into him <laughs> i have the hammer okay nail the coffin into him <laughs> that wasn't the right colloquialism <laughs> but... but where are you from what is that saying there? <laughs> are you just gonna pick up a coffin and just slam it in what <laughs> no. i know y'all wanted to kill him earlier but that's a weird way to do it again i worded <laughs> I it wrong it. we're going to put the final nail in this proverbial you, coffin so to speak no I you were right you were right before it's a new <laughs> yeah. wrestling move like, just don't. there was a coffin match a couple of weeks ago but that's for a different show <laughs> Do they pick up an actual coffin and swing it at each other? No, the way to win this match is you have to put your opponent in, inside a coffin and slam it shut. Oh, I love wrestling. I should watch it. <laughs> it's really fun. Have we, have we given up on the idea of just eating this guy? Yeah. This is a I different mean, guy, was, though. This is a different guy, though. Does it matter? <laughs> yes. To you, no. To semantics, yes. No, so... So, like wild card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Mikey has a crazy idea, but I need yeah. you guys to follow my crazy train of logic, right? Do you trust me with this crazy idea? <laughs> it yeah. it requires yeah. it requires you guys to make sure that somebody or a couple of you stay with Kasib so he doesn't go anywhere cuz Mikey is going to go try crazy idea at one of the two restaurants that's being hit. <laughs> oh, I'll stay. Yeah. So Convince me. So basically, me just being myself and having full on conversations and distracting the ever living fuck out of everybody. Yes. <laughs> I just need you to keep Kasib busy because I have an idea, but I. This might be a little too far fetched, but Mikey is hatching a hairbearing scheme as yeah, I normally we'll keep, do. We'll keep pressing him, and if we run out of leads, we'll distract him. Okay. So Ambrose is going. Yes, go ahead. Mikey, I have a way to help you with this. Okay. So at this moment, 
in time as everyone else is pressing Kasim. Balte is off to the side, just looking and being weird as shit. My recommendation is to walk up to Saute, but like, hey, I need you to tell him more about your order. He just said he was interested in joining. Oh. We're Hmm. about to get a sermon up in this bitch. Oh, shit. Do I... Do we subjugate him to the sermon from Saute? I haven't have one prepared yet, but I will fl- make one up on the fry. On the fr- oh no! Oh no! It's like group huddle. <laughs> no, so Ambrose just turns to Saute. I was just like, help them keep him distracted. Tell him about the order. I heard, you know, he was looking for more information on it. Absolutely, little friend. (laughs) I hear you wish to trails off into this massive dialogue. At this time, Ambrose also turns to Dorset and Steve be like, hey, you two follow me. All right. So you're giving this. So Sante is giving this grandiose sermon about the Saints of Flavor. You can also tell there's a few other other of the stands. Their patrons are all, like, turning over. What the hell is going on? And distracted by it. As the three of you walk over to which stall? Let's go to the noodle place. <laughs> all right. You head over there to Tienmo Noodles. Okay. So, Ambrose, having pocketed the fur and a couple of persimmons. Is it parsimmons? Persimmons? Whatever. Okay, so looks at Dorset and Steve is just humor me. Ambrose is going to sit down in front of the stall. He's going to put the couple persimmons in front of him and he is going and Ambrose is. It's okay. You don't need to be afraid. I come bearing literal fruit. (laughs) Just talking into the ether somewhere. All right. Come bearing fruit. Giggity. You sit there for a little bit while holding out out the persimmon for just a few moments. And you see a little rustle under the table, under the cloth. And soon enough, you see two little eyes pop out looking at you very shyly. We all see those? You all see them. The, the, The ones that are there helping out you the three of you see these little two these two little green eyes with a small black pupil in the center are these familiar to me for some reason do the uh, are they connected to the fur I, there's a familiarity but i can't place it yes you you could tell that you can see a little tiny tufts of fur they seem from where you're at a, even though it's still trying to cover itself it can uh it seems very fimil- similar there right under there there's the little <laughs> curry creatures i knew i knew what they were <laughs> ambrose just slides the persimmons over it, it's okay i promise i don't bite i just want to be your friend and just slides it over as non-threatening as possible <laughs> make a persuasion check for me uh, this is just gonna be a flat roll i have no bonuses <laughs> 17 the uh, the little creature slowly slinks its way out from under it. I'm posting an in-game chat the picture of what... It's a little blue oh. green creature with bat wings, which looks like bat wings. It's so good. Yes, cute little furry flying rat. <laughs> it's like a parrot. And it's 
like comes up to you. You can hear a little bit of uh, chittering coming from him, like almost like it's almost like it's trying to talk as it's looking at the persimmon and starts grabbing it. If um, I tell you the list of languages I speak, would it be a possibility for Ambrose to understand it? Do you know Sylvan? Yes, I do, because I am an Eladrin. So you hear it. It goes, huh, new friend with orange yummy. And so tall, too. And Sylvan, Ambrose is like, why, thank you. I've been told that quite a lot. <laughs> Are you friends of Kasim? Oh, so you're friends with him, too, huh? Uh-huh. Why don't you tell me a little bit about what you and your friend Kasim have been doing lately? Yeah, so uh, earlier, me and my brothers, they were... We used to live up in the nearby mountains, and... And they brought us here to the market just recently. They give us these persimmons to, to, to just do certain errands and go out and play in, in, in various places around. We really like to play and we really like these fruits as he like is digging into the fruit. What kind of errands did you do with Kasim? Oh, just just fetching a few items. We uh, and just giving us places that we can go play. We were playing catch with some of these persimmons. We were running around, and oh, maybe my brother shouldn't have found the box of matches to play with. But we were just trying. We were just having fun. Just sorry if we broke anything, but it, it, I'm glad he feeds us and lets us have a good time. Um, at least he took care of you. That's the important bit. And you got fed well. Hey, say, little buddy, do you mind if you come with me? Kasim's been looking for you and he misses you dearly. Is it OK if I take you back to our friend? Uh-huh. And he, like, climbs up into your hand. And as you go to stand up, Tienbo is actually right there. And he just witnessed everything. <laughs> and he goes, and he just goes, I would like to come with y'all, too. Oh, most certainly. Do you mind if we pick up our seafood friends as well? I think so. Okay. Let us go pick them up, and then we can all go reunite our little friend here with Kasim. And so Ambrose is going to go over to the seafood place, explain the situation, pick them up, and then take everybody back to... I'm assuming walking into Saute still going on with his sermon. <laughs> All right. So you arrive back at the Spicy Brothers tent. There's a much larger crowd here now listening to this sermon and figuring out what the hell is going on. Even some of the market guards are even there to figure out what all the commotion is about. V has returned even and, and is watching this all go down as well. Cool. Speech. 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 Give us the end of the give us the end of the sermon now. <laughs> okay. And that, my friends, is how we give thanks and properly embrace this flavor. And as we always say, may the saints forever be in your flavor. Heard chef. And everyone just starts applauding. They have a strange look. Actually, you know what? No. Hold on. Make a performance check for me. Oh, damn. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm going to make you roll for this. 
I have a plus zero. <laughs> Good luck. Twelve. The place just uproariously is like clapping. It's weird because they're all happy and clapping, but they're also like, I don't know what the fuck I just heard, but it was damn convincing. And everybody's clapping and listening to you. Kasim is just standing there like, the fuck? So at this point, just Ambrose smiling, kind of walks, I guess, towards the center of the crowd, heading towards mm-hmm. Kasim's direction. It's just, hey, Kasim. I think you're missing your little friend right here as he holds up the creature. (gasps) Kasimi! (laughs) And he and the little whirling wiggles his way out of your hand and flitters over to Kasim. It's it's time to play? It's time to play? And Kasim looks... Shit. Do you want to drop the act now and explain what exactly is going on? Or do you want me to spell it out for everybody here? (laughs) Yes. I'm behind the disturbances. I was hoping that one or even both of you would end up wanting to leave the market or get kicked out of the market. And I can end up buying your business and continuing for our family to make money. Now that V is leaving, so these little guys don't really know better, so I was enlisted their help. At this moment, some incoherent shouting is coming from both Kusa and Lamai, the two owners of the two other shops, just barrel their way to the front and just start shouting at him like like angry. Like you can't make out anything that they're saying, but they it are. reminds yeah, it reminds me of Filipina and Mexican grandmas that when they get heated, you better yes. step step out of the way. Listen, yes. it is. Off yeah, the chocolate yeah, comes chocolate. out. <laughs> yes. No mames, um, no. Yeah, no mames, no. <laughs> and. It seems that we've resolved the mystery of who's been causing the vandalism. So, V. V stands there dejected and also frustrated as two of the market guards each come to either side of him and go and essentially says for your deceit you are hereby banned from the market and are never to return as the guards begin to lead him out of the market harsh punishments here in the market yeah but I feel that yeah, who's to say? We just came here to go on a food run. This might be the just customs and their culture and their way of life. So who's for us to say? I'm just glad that we were able to figure something out before it got worse. <laughs> and didn't get in trouble ourselves. Yeah. So it looks like we may be able to come back here, thank goodness. But I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I speak to the shop owners. I believe there is a matter of recompense. As you approach the shop owners, you get the two of them are talking and actually laughing now. They're, they quickly have become good friends. And they both look over to you and go, Oh, yes, thank you. Thank you all so very much for your help here. And they produce, they each produce 100 gold. So a total of 200 gold to your party. And... You have all have also earned a lifetime of meals from each of their stalls. 
Hell yes! <laughs> what what are those dolls? The Tiananmo noodles and the and the Zungun family seafood. So we'd literally have a lifetime of noodles and seafood. Let's go! Yes, yes, you do. Oh, I can. That's thirty-three and thirty-three and a third <laughs> each of us. Right? <laughs> yep. Two hundred divided by six. All right, math teacher. If you want to make it even, Chris, you could round it up to 240 total. <laughs> 200. Okay, that's fair. You know what? We'll have a community chest. <laughs> F- figure out who gets the extra gold. We'll have or a c- gets less gold. I don't know. We'll have a community chest. <laughs> you know what? I have an idea. I'm taking my 33. I was like, we take... Stuff I need to buy. How about this? We take... We split this up and the remainder we... Donate it to the two stands since they need to rebuild now after all this. I think they're going to be okay. All right. Then community chest it is. <laughs> this kind of worked in the opposite direction. Now they have less competition. That is true. So 33 each? Or are we keeping it all together? 33 each. Yeah. All right. And then I'll keep the two extra gold. <laughs> hey Chris, how'd I do? What do you mean? How'd you do? I've been cleaning. How'd I do? <laughs> the table area of the, of the, what's it called? The table area of the stand is spotless. Beautiful. You have so much sand just floating inside your body. I have a lot of sand in my body? Yeah. <laughs> from cleaning. Okay. How long does it take to dissolve? What do you want to say? I don't think it dissolves. Okay, cool. Good to know. It's rock. Okay, cool. You would excrete it. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. So, I'm assuming at this point y'all are returning home? We have things to prepare in the kitchen and in the tavern. Yep. As you are walking back down the road, you see a couple of the vendors, like, waving goodbye to you. You're welcome back at any time. And as you get closer to the gate to get back to the Crystal City, Madame Cope actually stops you for a moment and goes, Oh, one more thing. Thank you all for helping us out. I wanted to... You are from that fairy tale city, aren't you? Crystal City? I knew it. Likes of you all... Mingling together only has one explanation. Uh, Don't worry. I'll keep it a secret. But uh, maybe you can... Maybe this is better entrusted into your cares. I know there are plenty of places in the Crystal City that could probably help you out with identifying certain objects... This happened its way into our market. No one really knows where it's from. Maybe it's better in your hands. And she produces a box. It's a rectangle-sized box and hands it over to you. Who's going to end up taking it? I guess I will? I don't know. Don't give it to the slime. I don't know. He's talking to you. I specifically am interested in being the uh, the fucking bottomless bag over here, okay? Do you want to be a bag of holding? I want to be a bag of holding. I'm going to eat one, and it's going to be great. If we give it to CL, will it be in one piece, Chris? Because if so, I will definitely want to give it to CL. 
<laughs> I'm like acidic, but I'm not dissolving the sand, okay? So it's probably fine. I think I can choose what I want to dissolve. I think that's... It would dissolve the box. Okay, dang it. So he doesn't have pockets, right? He not yet. Pockets. <laughs> We're gonna get. He hasn't got to a point where he can develop pockets yeah. on himself. I haven't gained fucking dimensional pockets yet. <laughs> All right, okay. then I guess I'll hold on to it then. All right. All right, and what do you do at this point? Do you head back through the portal? What do you do? I guess upon receiving the box, Ambrose just politely bows and then heads towards the portal with the rest of the group. <laughs> okay. You head to the portal, you go through, and you're back into Crystal City. It's pretty late at this point. So by the time you all get back to the inn, your shifts are pretty much covered for the day. So you don't have to worry about picking up a shift or anything. And... Upon returning, you see someone there from one of the one of the magical guards of the city who sees you walk through. It's, oh, you've returned. Welcome back. Listen, I know you might be a little bit tired from your journey, and this could all be discussed later, but I think I could use your help. Could you meet me over at the law enforcement station tomorrow morning? Just all six of you? You're not in trouble. You're, we would like your, to enlist your help. Sure. If, especially if we're not in trouble. It doesn't hurt to listen. <laughs> ah, wonderful. And, and you should bring that box with you. I would suggest not opening it. Or if you do decide to open it, not touching what's inside if that's what i think is in there would hate to tell you more without a briefing but i must go i have other duties but i will see you tomorrow at the station at dawn as he bows and walks off does anyone want to do anything before they turn in for tonight can i go uh, last though yeah no okay Yep, it sounds like everyone just decides to, all right, see you tomorrow. Yeah, Ambrose just takes the box and goes back home and just puts it somewhere safe as he's contemplating what's inside, trying not to be tempted to open it. So, Tay, why don't you describe what you were doing this evening as everybody goes ahead and walks home and turns in for the night? Stand by one. All right, so Saute walks into the kitchen to show sh the chef that had tasked him for this outing with all the ingredients and describe the the recipe and how it is and how what it's supposed to be and goes into his various details of holy scripture and blah 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 trails off for a little bit and then he snaps him back into place and he's like yes, yes chef i will make it for you in the morning and we shall be perfectly well so he puts it off in the storage first i must grab some stuff for myself and so he goes over and cooks a small meal. And then he takes something out of the hot pot of the Holy Communion, so to speak, and makes himself a small bowl. And then he takes it back to his room. You see him sit down and he places a plate in front of a photo. And 
he sits down. It's a hamburger. It's a little hamburger. And you just hear him whisper, here's your hamburger, my little chef. I will miss you, my son. And he kisses the photo. And that's it. <laughs> Not the feelings. My heart. Well, you all have a good night's sleep. So feel free to take your long rest or anything that you need to. You wake up the next morning, and one by one, you all show up at the law enforcement station. The magical law enforcement station. And you meet somebody that goes by Officer Blybeck. And he ushers you into a room, one of their, like, big meeting rooms, and is, I'm glad you all can make it. Listen, this artifact that you found in Dinsing... This is what we've been looking for quite a long time. What is we, it? We have been pursuing a criminal wizard named John Deleth, who who has been evading us. And to invade his capture, he goes and opens up the box, and he goes, he fled into this. And as you look into the magic box, there's a magic lamp. Oh, no. <laughs> shimmering with gold. Is it shining, shimmering with splendor? <laughs> yes. With gems all around it. And it continues. It's literally a whole new world. Look, me and the other officers are rather old. Out of, our, out of shape. And to be honest with you, way past our prime. So, I... I'm willing to offer you all 800 gold for the wizard's apprehension if you're willing to enter the lamp and retrieve him. And that is where we're going to end tonight. Uh, Our party uh, mows over this decision. Yes, yes, absolutely. Bro, and not at level two. <laughs> oh, by the way, you level up to level three. Yes. I'm to that. You do level up to level three upon returning to re return to the hey, city. Hey. So heck yes. So feel free to level yourselves up to level three, and when we return, we'll see if our party decides to investigate this lamp. But this does end the first chapter of the Crystal City, Woo! known as Salted Legacy. Next time, we will, again, we will see what happens with this lamp and continue on to our next chapter, Written in Blood. Oh, no. <laughs> but until then, catch us next time here on Vibe Tribe Productions. And remember, stay cool. Stay classy, San Diego. Stay classy. Stay classy, <laughs> San Diego. Stay beautiful. And as always, yeah, I I'm terrible. And as always, I'm terrible at this. And let the good times roll. Catch you all next time. Ta-ta for now. Thank you for tuning into another Vibe Tribe Vibe production. production. We really are glad you're here. We're going to have to come back next time to see how the adventure unfolds. But until then, take care of yourself. Remember to love yourself. And make sure that whatever you do, you keep those good times rolling. We'll catch you next time.